Survivor Series 1988, the second annual Survivor Series pay-per-view took place November 24th on Thanksgiving, of course, 1988. Uh, it was at uh, Richmond Coliseum, Richfield Coliseum in Ohio there. Christopher J, the second annual Survivor Series. Are you a fan of Survivor Series, son? And why am I doing your voice? Um... I mean, it's probably not my favorite of the pay-per-views. I mean, it's just... Not my favorite, like, not favorite pay-per-view, but yeah, favorite of, like, the gimmicks. Uh, yeah, if it's done right. I mean, if it's if the matches are put together for a real reason and not just throwing a bunch of guys together just because. I personally hate them just because there's only there's only a small amount of matches and they're fucking long. Long. <laughs> Marky Dangerously, son. Is this, is this Survivor Series gimmick getting over for you? It's our second one we got to watch here. I don't, I don't like, you know, I don't like gimmick matches, dude. And this is, this is a gimmick match and I don't care which way you slice it. So I, I, I hate gimmick matches. So 13,500 in attendance, about three times more than WCW, but, or NWA, but I think the NWA shows are way better. Why, why is, why is the WWE getting so many more fans at their shows, Christopher J? I mean, wh wh why do they have so many more fans there? But I'm surprised the number's that low because, I mean, if you think about it, Thunder in 98 would get 15,000 people in a town like Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, that's no that's shit. Smart. Dude, that's, that's 13,000 is nothing. Well, I'm saying compared you got to Hulk Hogan on a crowd and on your Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. And all you can get is thirteen thousand five hundred at a show. Well, I'm saying compared to to the NWA crowds for Clash of Champions. Well, those are done in those certain towns for a reason, son. They're not big old Coliseum. No. So that's what it is. All right, just making sure. So we'll start off with the uh, with the main event here: Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Hercules, Coco Beware. Oh shit! Hillbilly Jim and Miss Elizabeth's there. They defeat Akeem, who did a. Uh, who used to be formerly known as One Man Gang, Big Boss, The Million Dollar Man, Haku, and The Red Rooster. Was it Terry Taylor's name? Mm -hmm. With Slick, Bobby Heenan, and Virgil. I think I think the fucking outside is, is more over than the... Yeah, the for <laughs> sure, son. Christopher J., what did you think about the match here? Of course, uh, we got uh, Hogan and Savage are the uh, are the ones that survived there. There's a shock. There's a <laughs> Did you did you enjoy this match here? I really didn't pay attention to it, to be honest with you. Honestly, um, I think Ming or Haku or whatever, from what I saw here, you know, did excellent work. Him and Savage, of course, are going to put on a good match. But I thought the what what carried this match wasn't the work. What carried this match was who was in it, and also the promos beforehand. Yeah, the the promos always get over. Uh, I liked. Was it this one? Hercules does a little promo in the middle of the uh, the event. He's like, you don't have to be alone. You don't gotta be. <laughs> it's like, you, like you do this thing. Like I've seen the light. I don't have to be some miserable sob all by myself. Yeah. And then and uh, even Hogan's got the got a chain with them too, dude. You that's, know? that's kind of funny coming from you. But anyways, keep but going. Then, but but the real question here is, I, I know Mark's gonna. He's got a he's got a fucking uh, comment for this. How over was Coco B Coco B wears hair? During this thing, did you see the fucking hair on him on this one? Dude, it's mean, like super slick back, dude. Uh, oh, dude, that's the the black slick. Yeah, dude, it wasn't oh, it wasn't the dude. puff that he had on the last oh, event. Dude, that thing's that thing's over like a month. It's like a <laughs> 1930s dude. dude. Yeah, it's exactly. Is that classic Chuck Berry? Yeah. Rest in peace, Mr. Chuck. But uh, 
Yeah, he got. I was like, holy shit! And and everyone's talking. He's just doing that whole bird thing. While everyone's talking. Frankie. The Frank. Yeah, it was, it was it was great. Um, so there's not too much to talk about with this match. To me, it's um, I mean, you they got all these great talents in the ring, and no one really can get over because it's so much going on, and they're trying to make so and so not look bad, but they want to make this guy look good. It's whereas I mean, you right off the bat, you said from what we saw, you you know. You know, if it had been Ming and Macho, man, it would have been a great match. Oh, yeah, definitely. Macho, you know, I know y'all know this, but I'm liking Macho's work more and more and more. I'm like, man, he's like one of the very few guys that are like a super over gimmick, but can actually wrestle and not just a, you know. And cut a promo. And cut a promo. There you go. So, yeah, because you have some guys that are just, they're good in there. So him and Flair are one of those guys that are just, they're almost all the, they're, they fill up all the tiers at they nine and the tens. Whole, the whole, the total package. Yeah, yep, exactly. They're like Christopher J. Not only is he funny. Not only is he crazy, not only is he smart, is he not only does he pretend to be smart, not only does he get over with his black outfit, not over, not only does his car get over, not only does his apartment get over, not only does he get over at, I mean, this guy is just tens all around the board. Oh my gosh. The so, perfect ten Christopher J. <laughs> the perfect ten Christopher J. So, for a main event, it wasn't, I mean, of course, you got the star power there, but... I don't know. I was what really wasn't interested in the, in the match. Um, I thought there was much better matches in the pay per view than this one. But anything else you want to add? It's kind of a a downer to start off the podcast with a not such a great you know main event. But I thought you know we got to do it. I didn't dig it either, dude. I mean, I feel, I, I was expecting more, but too many motherfuckers in the ring, dude. I just can't do that that bullshit. I'm just used to the methodical fucking pounding on somebody watching watching somebody actually work doing some tagging i enjoyed i enjoyed coco beware against big boss man way more than just this you know when they had their their uh one-on-one like the last like summer slam or something yeah. and then this then this bullshit so anything else christopher J on the main event here and to start off to our survivor series podcast here how about, how about hercules quoting mick jagger in the promo So the second to last match here, we had Ken Patera, who I who I love now. I didn't know who he was the first time we watched him, wow. uh, but he's like one of the drunkest, craziest motherfuckers in the business, and I love it. But we'll get to him right now. Ken Patera, we got Scott Casey. Oh, let me, I'm, I'm reading I'm reading it backwards here. I'm, I'm getting it. There we go. So we got um, <clears throat> Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Jake Roberts, Scott Casey, Ken Patera, and Tito Santana. Chico Santana. And, and they lost to uh, Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, Dino Bravo, Mr. Perfect, and Harley Race with uh, Bobby Heaton and Frenchie Martin. God damn, that team is over like a motherfucker. Do they got some of the best, you know, some of the best heels of all time right there. And, one, and a young Mr. Perfect. This was a really good match, dude. I, I enjoyed this one uh, compared a lot more than the main event, um, especially with Jake. The Jake pop, as soon as he gets in the ring, is over the top. Him and Duggan, during this time period, got the biggest pops I, I had heard all night. Um, and, of course, the boos were really good for, for Rick Rude and, and Dino Bravo. I, I, I Also, Dino Bravo, I wasn't really, didn't know who he was growing up because I you know I was watching it a little bit later. But, goddamn, he's he's over, over as fuck, too. I like, they started off the match with... Uh, who is it? I forgot who it is. It, it's somebody small. Let me see. Oh, it's Ken Patera against, I'm going to say, 
Rick Rude or yeah, I think it's Rick Rude or, or Mr. Perfect, one of them, and they go up against Ken and they lock up and fucking I think it's Rude and then and then uh, Ken just like throws fucking Rude across the ring like twice and then he tags in uh, Hercules so it's like Hercules and fucking uh, I'm not I mean I'm sorry um it's um who is it God damn it Dino Bravo Dino Bravo and Ken Patera. and I was like oh they they, they know how to like build it up because they're like the strongest dudes in the goddamn yeah. world. So that was that was badass. They played off of that. That was a real good spot to, to throw in there. But what do you think about the match, Christopher J? Well, first let me start with the promo. I like what I liked the, on the heel side was the Rick Rude lead that led the dance on that promo. It did fabulous, like I said, and we'll show them how to have Turkey Day the ravishing way. Yeah, <laughs> they all they all got to talk, dude. All, all I can do was stare at Andre the Giant's teeth. I know. <laughs> Jake Robert, Damian, whatever the fuck. Oh, I was doing that voice, and the dog was freaking out because I was I was hearing the promo and I was, oh, and I was doing it. I was going full throttle on it, and the dog was free. I'll do it later for y'all anyway. Well, but, like he, he let everyone talk, but he ultimately brought it back in and finished it. Uh-huh. And then he's like, uh, like he and he puts everyone over. He's all, we got the world's largest man, the, the Andre the Giant. We got Mr. Perfect. We got you know Dino Bravo, the world's strongest man, and you know and all this stuff. And then even and we'll show them how to have turkey interrupt. He's great. Fabulous promo. The match surprising me surprised me was Tito Santana or Chico Santana. Chico, Chico. Pinning, pinning Harley Race so easily. I was just gonna get to that. I'm like, it pisses me off the way the WWE just jobs the fuck out of Harley. And I know he's about 110 years old here, but goddamn, you got Harley Race and he he doesn't even cut a promo when they're talking. They don't, they, don't, they don't even get to talk to him when they're in the back. They're like, no, Harley, we know you're the NWA fucking seven times, seven times, daddy. And you're not going to talk and you're going to be the first guy to get pinned. How fucked up is that? You think it's okay, Mark? Mm, I mean, I know he's I out of shape this time, but. I don't have, I don't have a problem with it, but I think he, they should have done something better than him, with, with him than have him be the he's the first one out i don't remember yeah, he was he was the first one pinned yeah maybe harley was like fuck dude i'm tired it's you know get me out of here maybe he's hurt or some shit you know where he's like look dude i can give you three minutes or four <laughs> minutes and that's it you know you don't know dude, dude he, he needed a miller light after that right? yeah it was um i thought was that was the only problem i had with the whole match was what the fuck harley you know you're out of there like that you know that quick and yeah. eventually i think it's just jake by himself there um oh, dude yeah but did, did this get lost i'm pretty sure it did because y'all didn't bring it up you know besides that chris went ballistic on those tacos today but anyways <laughs> um, yeah. out of that whole team out of that whole team the only one that's alive is the fucking old man dude out of rude bravo oh yeah the andre, andre t- you're right dude right everybody everybody's dead except the old guy he's fucking 50 something there uh-huh. And everybody else is dead who barely would have been in their 50s right now, right? Yeah, because Harley's uh, 73. But you're right, yeah. Andre was the first to go. And then uh, Bravo. Then Bravo. And then Rude. And then Perfect. And Bobby's on his uh, last leg there. And um, Frenchie Martin's still alive. Right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think, think all the whole team. I don't know about Scott, I don't know about Scott Casey. I'm talking about the workers. Yeah. The guys still, oh, he, he died. He, oh, he, he just died. died. Last year. God damn. Yeah. That's a shame. Hey, speaking of which, did y'all hear off topic? Did y'all hear about Outlaw Ron Bass last? We week? did, yeah, because we're um, we were gonna do something. Wasn't he? Wasn't he on the last pay per view? Or he's gonna yeah. be? Wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was on this pay per view too. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna talk about. Yeah, because he is on here. Okay, I jumped the gun. So, so hey, also, I know it's kind of off topic, but 
Have y'all seen that page video yet? Just, just <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was. That's crazy, dude. The whole team is basically gone. I didn't. I completely blew. You know, went over my head Except there. For Except for fucking Harley Race, dude. How that shows you that he was really the seven-time world champion, dude. So, um, Ken Patera, dude. I was listening to a lot of his shoot interviews because we don't. You know, he's gonna be gone here pretty soon. Uh, for the well, not soon, but I don't know how many more more uh, matches he's gonna be in, but. Y'all, y'all have heard about that McDonald's fucking oh, yeah. thing, right? So he was like, so he was saying, um, I forgot who it was. They called him out on his bullshit, but he was saying like, no, I was there trying to get my hamburgers and they all, they, they, uh, Close the door on them. Yeah. They and he shut the doors on them. Yeah. They shut the doors on him. And he was saying that he just, that somebody else threw a rock at their window and then he took off that it was some guy they had just fired. You ever heard that story? No. Yeah, and he was after the show. He's just, give me those cold burgers there. You ever had that? Then they're, no, they closed the doors on him. Yeah. They're like, oh, they, they, it was him and who the fuck was it? It was another big motherfucker there with them. They were going to get the burgers after the show and yeah. they just closed. Like, they were just closing mm -hmm. and they didn't want to serve them the fucking He's like, burgers. I'll give you $20 and for them. And they leave and they're like fucking, like teasing them with the fu stuff that's in there because they're getting pissed off. So you're gonna piss off a fucking Ken Patera and who is that other motherfucker that's with them? It's um, God damn it! It was there. It's two bad motherfuckers. I know who that. That's all. Chris. I, it was Chris. Yeah, yeah, it was Chris. Oh, Chris would have got those burgers one way or another. Dude. There's, there's no way. <laughs> but yeah, Ken Patera was denying. He's like, no, some guy they just fired through a rock through the window and whatever. And then the police showed up. My name's Ken Patera and I live. I'm staying at whatever. You know, <laughs> they fucking go get him. But some other wrestler was saying like, yeah, no, he was drunk and this and that, and he wanted a burger, and then he's the one that threw it. But I thought it was just funny because like, he was all denying it and shit. And then like the other guy calls him out. I guess the guy that was with them or saw it or whatever. What? Classic can dude. He's like a drunk ass. If you you have to listen to his shoots. Just put Ken Patera shoots. It could be about anything. He's just like, oh, that fucking piece of shit. He ain't worth the fuck. The whole interview's like, I love it, dude. It's like, he's like the one, yeah. He's like only? No, he's like you, dude, when you've had too many beers oh. and you're talking about fucking girls, you know? Oh, oh. fuck her. All right, the 10 versus 10. I hate these fucking matches, but this one was a little, a lot better than the, the last one. It's, uh, take a deep breath here. The Powers of Pain, Walt Lord and the Barbarian, the Rockers, the British Bulldog, uh, Bulldogs, the Heart Foundation, the Young Stallions, uh, against the, against Demolition, the Brainbusters, the Bolsheviks, the Fabulous Rujos, and the Conquistadors with Mr. Fuji, Bobby Heaton, Slick, and Jimmy Hart. They were, they were, they, they had a, a busy Can night. the Young Stallions, son? Yeah, that's what I said. You didn't say Young Stallions. Yeah, I did the Young Stallions. Yeah, Jim Powers and Paul Roma. I didn't say each name, but yeah, the Young Stallions. Um, the, the, this, the big thing about this is that, you know, at the end of it, Mr. Fuji turns heel. He was already heel, but it's a it's a double it's a double heel turn. I've never heard that before, Mr. Fuji turns heel. <laughs> no, I'm saying like he, it's a double heel turn because, you know, they're, they're, the, the demolitions, you know, the heels, and then they turn face, you know, when once... Uh, he hits um, or trip smash or something. He moves the rope, and um, so now he's with the. Uh, now they're gonna start their run. The fucking powers the powers of pain against the demolition, dude. So, what did you think about this match, Christopher J? And what? You, well, how, how over is your phone getting today? Oh, 
Um, okay, so this one here, and by the way, if they turn they turn face after this, I know because Mr. Fuji hooked a leg on one of them, and yeah. then uh, Powers of Pain come to help him at the end and everything. And then they, <laughs> by the way, that Powers of Pain promo at the end with Mr. Fuji after the match, that, 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 okay. Barbarian, you know, acted like he didn't know what he was saying, and that's one thing. But then that Warlord promo. What did he say? <laughs> that promo of uh, uh, Demolition. You wouldn't listen to Mr. Fuji's instruction. We will listen. Yeah. That's right. That promo is right up there with Mike Awesome to knock him and break your damn back. And, and Booker T's Bischoff, Russo, do your job, man. <laughs> that promo is right up there with those two promos. What, for the worst promos or what? <laughs> No, they're fabulous. No, but having said that, um, the match itself, I was thoroughly enjoyed. As long as it was, as many integral moving parts as it was, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I, I really enjoyed the parts of Dynamite Kid. I mean, you mm. see, it's like Chris Benoit's, you know, uh, predecessor worked like that in his day. You can see where Chris Benoit really imitated him. It's just awesome. Oh, yeah, they looked like twins, but of course, Dynamite's way better. But go ahead. I don't know about way better, but I mean, they're... Oh, yeah, you're, you're right. Superiorly over the top miles miles ahead of Chris Benoit but go ahead I, I see I, people say that and I don't I don't agree and even Lanny Poffo doesn't agree with that but. well fucking Lanny Poffo does a lot of things that I don't agree with but we won't get into that uh, mm -hmm. I, I there's some stuff that he does that I agree with that I actually do but like a bidet that's for the record yeah but no um the match itself and you know Tully Blanchard now gets to say that he got a pinfall on Bret Hart oh yeah that's right uh um that little that little German suplex and he moved his his, his shoulder yeah. up yeah Tuli 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 yeah it was a uh, it was it was crazy seeing the brainbusters in there Arn and Tully you know because we've been watching them so long already and Dabby C W without JJ and yeah exactly they look weird and then you got Tully playing little bitch running around you know because these guys are it's funny because the NWA guys they all look like you know like you know normal man these guys are all blown up and jacked up here right. like they look completely different with against guys like the fucking powers of pain and you know even demolition they're pretty big fucking big dudes you know what i mean even though they're not muscular they're, they're all those guys are nwa guys the, the powers of pain have been in nwa yeah. but at the same time and, yeah i know powers of pain have but i'm but saying they belong what you say they the belong in the wwf because they're sides and the demolition yeah. were well, in the, in the NWA. You're right. Yeah, but you got, but you, but you got, you got, you know, them against the mask rapper. Yeah, but I'm saying you got uh, Arn and Tully against guys that are like their size, regardless if they've been in there or not. Like they never really fight guys that are all huge, and if they do, they got JJ Dillon. You know, fucking, he's the he's the one that gets them over. It's just funny to see them there now, like they're actually playing the role of. All these guys are too big for me. I'm gonna run out the ring and to, yeah, outsmart them, dude. Yeah, yeah. now, now not, of course. Before it was like, oh, that's all right. Arn, Arnold, Arnold, stomped the shit out of them. You know, yeah. Mountain Dew gets over like a son of a bitch. I enjoyed the first like ten or fifteen minutes. It was really good because they were making a lot of tags and they were doing some good shit. They weren't just holding somebody down and pounding them for like a long period of time the way they did the other Survivor Series. But then in the middle, it just kind of got stale and then it picked up again towards the end. But it was. But I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it was, than I thought I was not because I was like, oh, this is going to be a, another ridiculous ten versus ten match. But uh, yeah, it was all right. Uh, Mark, I fucking this? hated it, dude. You hated it. Too all many, right. too many cooks in the kitchen, son. So the Rujos. Chris hates too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, you know him. I, I do, but this match they they, they pulled it off. I Wait, mean, we can't we can't hear you over there, son. And and on top of that, it's my turn to talk. My turn to talk. Mr. Mountain Dew. I'm trying to go to sleep, but I'm going to drink all this caffeine. 
Um, are you in pain right now? Yes. From oh. drinking Mountain Dew? No. Uh, it's from stuff earlier. Okay. From stuff earlier. What, what did you eat? Let's get this on the podcast, son. <laughs> so he ate like like a last meal. You know the last. It is him. Anyways, it's time for me to talk. So the match was way, way, way too much going on. Way too many people. I can't. Man, you can't have a Tully and Arn in a match and mm-hmm. have them in there for fucking 18 seconds at a time, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Exactly. No one gets to do anything. You don't get to have a dynamite kid in there and give him a minute and a half only. That's fucking ridiculous, yeah. dude. The, 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 I like the only part I really enjoyed was seeing Demolition double stomp the shit out of everyone. <laughs> you know, you know, the boom, boom, bullshit oh, yeah, they do, yeah. you know, so that, that got over. We're going to cut this one short before Chris has a fucking heart attack on this one. So the uh, the last match of the night and the first match of the uh, of the event, the Warrior Brutus Beefcake, Sam fucking Houston, the Blue Blazer, who is Owen Hart, um, and Jim Brunzel against the Hunky Talk Man, Ron Bass, rest in peace, Dangerous Danny Davis, Greg Valentine, and Bad News Brown. Bad News Brown. This past couple of you know events that I've seen because you know, I wasn't a didn't grow up this during this time. Like I said, has become one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, you know that I wasn't a fan of before, didn't really know about. How badass is Bad News Brown? I know he's high up on your list of badasses, Mr. Dangerously. Oh, Bad News Brown's a bad motherfucker, but that's one of the actual gimmicks that I like, dude. The bad, You can actually believe that he's just like a pissed off black dude, dude. Mm-hmm. That, that's what just, and then I love the Ghetto Blaster, then just the, the name of the move, <laughs> the Ghetto Blaster, dude. How over is that move? And then they get him even more over because he fucking just leaves his team. He's like, fuck these yeah. niggas. You know, yeah. and he just leaves, dude. Yeah. I, I thought that was great. Shit, I'm going to take my big ass yeah, with me. Very believable. And he's not going to let no one pin his ass. That's how you get over. Yeah. See, that's why it's hard to have all these guys in the ring because you got to fucking. Somebody's got to lose. Yeah, it's like, no, we're, bad and news. Quickly, just quickly and quickly, yeah. dude. That's the thing. Yeah, so they did it perfect. They're like, well, we can't have fucking Warrior lose and we can't have Bad, bad News Brown lose. So war, if Bad News, just walk the fuck out of here. You know, that's it. And uh, it's great. Honky Talk, man. Here reminds me a lot of Chris, dude. What do you think? Oh, for sure. The sideburns and all that shit. Yeah, dude. You know, you know Honky was drinking. No sales. Yeah. Like <laughs> Honky was getting a lot of women and drinking a lot of beers back in the day, just like Christopher J. <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all notice that all the heat Honky Talk man has in this match? Hell yeah. They were booing. As soon as he comes, as soon as that first chord hits, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> Everybody booing. I, I think he had the most heat of the night. Yeah, dude. they hated his ass, dude. Yeah, dude, that motherfucker. And that's after he loses the title, dude. Still, <laughs> that's just the residual hate. I wish they would have done way more with Honky, dude, because he was fucking. Oh, yeah. you, I mean, the way, and I mentioned this earlier, the way that he bumped in this match for everybody. I mean, it was, it was, it was almost comical, but not too ridiculous. Yeah. It, it made me a little upset here, um, seeing. Sam Houston get the shit beat out of him so so quickly in this match too. Yeah, dude, he had the, the best selling in the business, dude. Yeah, damn, that motherfucker was getting his ass beat. Who who is he uh, losing against? Let me see here. Was it Valentine or Bad? It was one of the motherfuckers. Oh, Valentine, dude, beating the shit out of him. Yeah, dude. and yeah. of course, Bad News too. 
beat him up for a little bit, but goddamn, Valentine really put it to that motherfucker. I was like, man, Sam, you still gotta go back to the NWA, dude, where you were, you were getting, you know, he was getting the pops over there, dude. That's when he does, because I, I remember in, uh, I remember Sam Houston in WCW in 91. Oh, God. I think Sam Houston got like three DWIs or some shit. Anyways, dude, here's, here's the thing about this. Everybody talks about, ah, oh, you know, Vince just wants the bodies. Vince just wants the bodies. You know, he just wants his bodybuilders. I think that's bullshit. I don't, I really think that Vince says, oh, I want everybody to be a fucking bodybuilder. Because two of his top guys at, at this time, maybe a year before this actually, was Honky and Jake, dude. Those motherfuckers, I mean, they, no, nobody. They, they don't have the fucking, the, the fucking total package of Lex Luger physique that everybody's on. And they're the, the guys that had the most heat or can get the most sympathy, whatever, from the crowd, dude. Reaction one way or another from those fuck from those <laughs> fucking people, dude. It's great seeing Rick Rude and, and Jake next to each other because they have the same mustache and hair. Yeah. But just one's one has no one doesn't work out and one's probably got the best body of any wrestler in the in history. It's like complete opposites, dude, but they looked exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> What's the I you know you were saying that, uh, you know, Harley Race, um, Probably just wanted to get out of there. You got me for three minutes. I'm like, I think that's what Danny Davis did because he just went in there and he got, he got choked out. Dude, like he, can't, he can't work. I mean, he's a fucking referee. So they had him. I mean, they're not going to have him out there for fucking 15 minutes exposing himself, dude. <laughs> What's it called? Is he not the one of the biggest referees since uh -huh. Ed Hockley? Oh, he's bigger than Ed, dude. Well, he's before Ed because I don't think, yeah, because yeah, Ed's more. Ed's a punk yeah. compared to Danny Davis. Yeah, I'm like, God damn, dude, he's wearing that that outfit. You could tell that he's, you know, he's as jacked as Chris, dude. For the record, I don't know if he's as jacked as Chris, but you know, he's a close. So he's a couple of steps behind, but he's almost there. So the Blue Blazer Owen Hart gets his. Uh, I guess this is when he first joined WWE or WF. Yeah, yeah. So. He he wasn't of course as nowhere near as as great as he would be, but you could see some of the moves that he would you know make pre make pretty famous for himself. Uh, Brutus Beefcake gets a big also a big pop here. Um, he was pretty over during this time period, and uh, Ron Bass, just a big motherfucker, dude. He he was uh, he Ron Bass and Valentine of course get uh, get destroyed by the Ultimate Warrior because they save Warrior to the end, the very end. I don't think he really does anything. The whole the whole. Yeah, and then he just double axe handles that shows uh, Ron Bass and Greg Valentine. Any any uh, memories of Ron Bass or matches? I'm you know I'm not I don't know too much about Ron Bass other than the stuff we've seen um, in NWA recently. But yeah, just a preliminary NWA guy, dude. You know, good hand. Nothing nothing super great about him, but you know he he, get, he used to get guys over, dude. That's what they would have him for. So you're saying he didn't he didn't have a move like the Ghetto Blasters. Oh, dude, no, no, nothing like that. And then three, three out of the ten workers in there are dead now. Dude, that's oh, yeah, that's right there. Three out of the ten. We got, we got Warrior. Let me see and here. Brown died in 2007. Yeah, bad news, and then Ron Bass. So, all in all, a, a pretty good, pretty good pay per view. We're gonna be doing uh, two more events here in '88. Both of them being NWA or well now it's WCW because we were in the last WCW or NWA thing. So, Clash and Starcade, How do you know this, son? Yeah. So after this, that's it for '88. Then we have our last year in the '80s, 1989. Well, we have a few WWF pay-per-views and then um, a little bit more WCW. 
And um, yeah, it's going to be a great uh, 1989. Let's go!